Hello and welcome. My name is Delta, my pronouns are Viva, Vis, and you are listening to Outcast. April is Autism Acceptance Month, so in this episode I want to talk about functioning labels in regards to autism. If you don't know what functioning labels are, a lot of people who diagnose autistic people and even some autistic people themselves will refer to autistic people as high-functioning, low-functioning, or sometimes medium-functioning. And in the diagnostic, it's actually called level 1, level 2, and level 3, which is just ridiculous because how do I level up? No, but like, and I want to talk about how these labels are doing more harm than good. So someone who is high-functioning, that's usually defined as, you know, being able to speak it's also always associated with a higher iq and iq is its own problematic thing but there you go yeah being able to speak higher iq than average being able to hold down a job and have relationships in general not needing much support low functioning are people who cannot live alone or at least that's how it's defined you know also people who can't speak people who need a lot of support people who don't really get close to people, can't really have relationships and stuff, and medium functioning is somewhere in between. These labels are quite harmful because firstly, they separate autistic people into three different groups or two main groups because honestly, I don't see that many people identifying as medium functioning or identifying other autistic people as medium functioning. But yeah, they just separate autistic people into different groups And sometimes we are even kind of pitted against each other. And also functioning labels are just a lot of the time just used to like pigeonhole autistic people into into narrow boxes. And the thing with people being labeled as high functioning, you know, like especially people who were diagnosed with as high functioning autistic as children, they have so many expectations put on them. And a lot of the time that just leads to those people being burnt out and also people are just a lot less likely to actually take high functioning people seriously when they ask for support when they need support it's quite hard as for high functioning autistic people to get the support that they need because they are labeled as high functioning once in their life and it's seen as this static thing that can't change or it's also often seen as doesn't ever need support and that's not true and with low functioning people It's the thing that they don't really have any expectations put on them and don't really get challenged. You know, they're not really given the space to thrive because they're put in the box of you can't really do anything anyway. They are not really given the opportunity to actually learn things because, again, they've been listening one time in their life. And it's seen as this static label that can't ever change. And that's a different problem, that high-functioning, low-functioning, medium-functioning are often used as labels that describe the autistic person in every area of their life and also at every time in their life. So they're seen as this, like, all-encompassing label That is always true and that is true for every situation. For example, people are not given the space to, for example, be high-functioning when they're a kid, but be lower-functioning when they're an adult, 
or be high functioning in social situations, but be low functioning when it comes to sensory sensitivities. So that makes it again very hard for people labeled as high functioning to get the support that they need if they are not as high functioning in one area or at a certain point in their life. And for low functioning people, again, they're not really challenged or a lot of the time also just talk down to the people who are labeled as low functioning, especially if they're nonverbal. A lot of the time just talk to nonverbal people as if they're children and don't understand what the people are saying, which in most cases is simply not true. But yeah, these functioning labels are not used in a way that accounts for fluid functionality or functionality that's different in different areas of life. Because, for example, I am very low functioning when it comes to my sense of orientation. I cannot go to unfamiliar places on my own because I will get lost and I will have immense anxiety from possibly getting lost. That's something I'm very low functioning at. I'm kind of medium functioning when it comes to social situations and I'm pretty much high functioning when it comes to language and I guess also medium functioning when it comes to light sensitivity and noise sensitivity and kind of low functioning when it comes to taste and texture sensitivity when it comes to food. So these are all things where... My functioning differs, but I have been labeled as high functioning and this doesn't account at all for the support that I need in other areas of my life. Because pe people see that I can't speak, people see that I look groomed and hygienic or whatever, and people see that I am in a long-term relationship that I live with my partner, that I do stuff around the house and will label me as high-functioning, even though a lot of these things are still hard for me to do and some things are almost impossible for me to do, like getting around. And I do require a lot of support from my partner who I live with. And I even brought up these concerns about those level one, two, three things when I was diagnosed, because I was told, oh, you're level one autistic. I was like, what does that mean? And I was told it means high functioning. And then I actually said, well, I don't, honestly, I don't see the point of these labels because there's areas in my life where I'm absolutely not high functioning. And, and then she said like, oh yeah, it just means like how much support you need. Okay. But even that differs in different areas of my life like you know now that i know where the fucking pharmacy is i can go on my own and get my meds and talk to the people in there and do all that you know i'm fine doing that mostly i'm <laughs> still terrified of crossing streets but yeah but you know if i didn't know where the pharmacy is i would need my partner to show me where i need to go because i would get lost for example, when I got my booster shot in last December, my partner actually wanted to come in with me, but the person there said, no, it's impossible, even though I was wearing my sunflower lanyard to show that I'm disabled, and I had to go on my own, and I was terrified, because I thought, oh god, I don't know where to go. Luckily it was okay, and I just ended up following people, but this these situations has also caused me massive anxiety, and that's an area where I am low-functioning and need support. So even if we phrase it as like high or low or medium support needs, it doesn't necessarily account for like fluidity within that. Also, the problem with functioning labels is that the premise 
is already pretty fucked up. Rather than people saying how much support we need, we are labeled by our ability to function in a world that's literally not built for us. And that's oftentimes even outright hostile to us. So someone being labeled as low functioning doesn't mean shit because we live in an ableist world that doesn't like autistic people, that doesn't want to accommodate us, that's not built for us. Someone who's labeled low functioning now might even be labeled high functioning in a non-ableist society, but society is shit right now. We're just labeled based on how well we perform neurotypicality. We're defined based on how well we pass for neurotypical people. And that's a standard that no autistic person can meet because we are not neurotypical. So why are we expected to pass for neurotypical when we are not? Because that's the default and functioning labels are based on how close we come to the default. And that's another thing because it is very common for autistic people to mask autistic traits to pass for neurotypical because that's the expectation. Like people get bullied for showing autistic traits or told off or even punished or whatever. And then a lot of autistic people will mask their autistic traits. And if they pass for neurotypical, they will be labeled as high functioning. But at some point, every autistic person's mask will fall off. And masking takes a lot of energy. So someone who was performing neurotypicality for years and years and years may become low-functioning and absolutely burnt out once they do not have the energy to mask anymore. So, you know, I don't think it's the best idea to define us based on how well we fit a standard that we cannot meet and how well we function in a world that's not built for us and that works actively against us. It does make more sense to refer to us based on how much support we need, even though those labels are also often used to like, describe every area of life and stuff. Because, yeah, there's, as I said, there's just areas in my life where I need a lot of support or where I need some support or where I don't really need any support. And this doesn't necessarily account for that. I can't come up with better terminology. I mean, maybe we should just all be more specific and say what specific things we need or don't need support with. Functioning ain't it. Functioning labels are shit. And yeah, I hope you learned something about not calling autistic people high or low functioning because we are not required to perform neurotypicality. And that's it for this episode. If you enjoyed this episode or even the entire podcast, why don't you share it with a friend or on social media? Also, please give me a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That would really help me out. You can also support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash out underscore cast pod. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at out underscore cast pod. You can also send me a voice message if you want to be featured on this podcast. The link for that will be in the description of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Take care.